Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello and welcome to my Stranger Things Season 3 Spoiler Review. Now, I don't know how long this review is going to be. I don't know how long I'm going to actually do this review. But, I hope that you guys enjoy it for what it is. And not only that, but if you haven't seen Stranger Things Season 3, I advise you to stop this podcast and do what you're uh, doing now and go to go on Netflix and watch it. Because I don't want to hear anybody going, Oh, I don't know. I You spoiled the show for me. Go on ahead. Sp- stop what you're doing and watch the show. Watch Season 3 and then come back to this podcast and then we'll go in deep with this. Now... What I always liked about uh, Stranger Things was the characters are relatable. I can actually relate to the characters back when I was younger. Not only that, but it also takes me to the time whenever I lo- love some of the 80s stuff that I grew up on. For instance, I love seeing the Ghostbuster cereal, the Mr. T cereal. I actually ate the Ghostbuster cereal. Yeah, I was that nerdy. I I actually love that kind of stuff. See the old nostalgia to it. Not only that, but the only character that I didn't don't really like is Billy. Billy to me is a douchebag that likes to sleep with just about anybody and doesn't care who he hurts in the, along the way. And I'm glad that we actually got to see a lot more of what the Billy character actually went through and everything. Yeah, they tried redeeming his character and everything in the series. But for me, it was a hit and miss. Because here's the thing. I don't really care about the Billy character. Don't get me wrong. I never really cared about the Billy character. Never understood why he was in there in the first place. Yeah, I get the fact that he was actually Steve's rival whenever uh, he arrived on season two. But I never actually want, I actually don't know what else there was to do with the character. I do feel bad that the dude went through a lot in his past life and everything. But... Don't reflect that past life onto your sister on what she did. That's how I felt about it. But another thing too is I love the fact that, you know, you have the splitting of the way of the characters where these characters are going to go off on their own adventure. They're going to do their own thing, but they're going to come back again. And that's what I liked about it too. And I could not stand Will's character this season. He was turned into a little whiny baby. Let's just put it that way. Because he wants his friends to stay the same. That he doesn't want them to grow. He wants them to be in their his mom's basement all the time playing D&D together. And that's not how life is. As you get older, you're into new things. You put away those things. And so happens to be, when you're a teenager, you're into girls. You're into dating. You're into all kinds of other things besides D&D and comic books and stuff like that. 
and Will just doesn't get the picture that, hey, we're getting older, we're going to divide into our own thing, and that's it. And he's trying to keep the group together, but really, he's splitting them apart. It's like having this annoying, let's see, clingy girl. And she's trying everything that she can to stay with you, but instead, you're off doing your own thing because she she's bat nuts crazy, for one thing, and you're wanting to get away from her. That's the same thing that Will is doing with these characters. And that's something I never really liked about this Will character. But, other than that, though, I love seeing Dustin again. I like him and Steve together again, doing stuff together. Now, here's another thing I like about Dustin. He comes back from science camp and everything, and he thinks that his friends forgot about him. And you know what? I can actually relate to that point, because I spent two months up in Boston, and I used to think, during summer vacation, when I would come back down to Mississippi, and I would actually go to school, I would think, literally... This is how my brain worked, that my friends forgot about me. But in all rationality, they didn't forget about me at all. They were just doing their own thing, and I needed to actually respect that because they were doing their thing, and I and here I was doing my thing up in Boston because every time I would call or whatever, they were busy doing whatever. But I can actually relate to Dustin being heartbroken because he felt like his friends forgot about him, but they didn't forget about him because they had this little surprise thing when he walks into the door and... I love when he sprays Lucas in the eye with this uh, hairspray. That was gold. I was cracking up laughing with that. And then, like I said, with him and Steve in there, I love the Steve character. In season one, I thought he was just like Billy, a douchebag. But then they redeemed the character and everything. And I actually like Steve's character. Steve's character brings some light, brings some laughter. He likes hanging around with Dustin for some reason or another. Because they have this instant geeky connection with one another. And, you know, he, Steve probably didn't realize that he was even a geek until he met with Justin. And they cling together. And I love the chemistry between them. They were able to bounce off of each other with their humor, with their geekiness and everything else. And then... Steve's also dealing with his own insecurities because he can't get a girlfriend or anything. So he's wondering what's going on with that. What's up with that? Because he, do- he can't even get a girlfriend or anything anymore. And then there's uh, this girl that's in the uh, ice cream shop, which I actually like the girl with the chemistry between her, him and with her and Steve. I felt like that was really good. And then as far as uh, Hopper goes, I always loved the Hopper character. Because he's always trying to do what's best for the town as a sheriff, trying to protect the town from these aliens, protecting everybody. And not only that, but I liked how he's bringing up Eleven. And he's trying to teach her, look, just leave the... He's trying to teach her some ground rules, but her own will just wants to make out, just like every other raging teenager with hormones wants to do. They just want to jump on the girl's bones and that's it. But... He's trying to set some ground rules. Will is being a douche towards uh, towards him and everything. Hopper winds up taking him out for a talk. And that puts a little bit of a split between Eleven and Will, and Will. But I liked what they did with Hopper, though. They gave him so much groundwork to work with this season. And like I said, you can actually relate to that. But another thing I also want to get on to, I should have talked about this in before, at the very beginning when I was talking about the Mr. T serial and the Ghostbuster serial, 
is the fact that this thing takes place in a mall. The whole entire thing is a mall type of setting. And this is what I liked about it was the fact that, yeah, in the 80s, it was about hanging out in the mall with your friends. In the 90s as well, you're hanging out in the mall with your friends. And I used to be that kid in the 90s that used to hang out in the mall with my friends and do things in the mall. And that was another thing that I liked because I can actually relate to it. And then seeing the Sam Goody record store, that brings back memories for me too because I remember shopping at Sam Goody and getting a CD, getting a t-shirt, getting different stuff that I loved with my with the different bands I would listen to. That's what I loved about that aspect. Um, another thing too that I actually have to say is I did not like the Russian wannabe Terminator character. He was very one-dimensional. He didn't really do anything. He didn't really motivate anything. To me, the character was a waste, but he was there to serve a purpose, which is the mo- purpose, which was to go after Harper, go after the... He was just one-dimensional. He was not... He was nothing. Uh, and to be honest with you, I feel like that his character shouldn't have been even in the show, but still, that's just a little small thing to me. Because to me, small things don't really do a lot for me. I mean, what I mean by that is this. When I look at a show, I look at all the positives. The negatives, to me, the positives weigh out the negatives. The negative for me was the Russian character. I did not like the Russian character at all. And then the never-ending story theme song that Dustin and his girlfriend, yeah, he has a girlfriend. Him and Dustin sing, sings and everything. Took me out of the show just for a little bit. But then after that, like, after once I started going with it, I was like, okay, this is a little bit of a funny bit. And they went with it, and I started laughing with this episode because I actually love the Never Ending Story movie. And I love that. And then I also have to say this, too. I was wondering through the whole entire season was, how are they going to take down this giant-ass alien being that's part of the Upside Down world and turn it into and being able to defeat this thing? And oh my god, it's just gripping. And it's it's a total thrill fest. Because you don't know what you're going to be expecting through this whole entire thing. And when you're thinking it's going to go one way, it goes a completely different way. And I never really felt like the characters were safe to the point where... To where um, where basically any, nothing could happen to these characters. These characters can't get hurt or anything like that. I never felt like these characters were... A, a safe environment characters or anything like that. Then I also want to talk about the Nancy and Jonathan characters. Nancy and Jonathan are working for this newspaper thing that's going on in the town. And Nancy wants to investigate the town further or anything like that, but they don't really care about that. All they care about is looking at beauty contests, stuff like that. And they're trying to cover up something. It seems like, and Nancy's just not having it. She's not sitting down for this one bit, and Jonathan's like, well, give them a chance, da, da, da. nah, don't give this, don't give the douchebags at this news thing a chance, they're douchebags, they're talking about degrading women, they're talking about doing, with just sexual stuff with women, to me, that's a low ball, that's a douchebag move, so I never really liked that aspect of the newspaper, but Nancy has a lot of things to work with as well, 
And then, like I said, all these other characters are doing their own thing, and then they come back again to try and take down this thing from the Upside Down world. And, oh my god, it just gets crazier and crazier with every episode. Then the Winona Ryder character, Joyce, and Harper, the Joyce and Harper thing is great, too, because I do want them to be together. I did want them to be together so badly. You can actually see the chemistry bouncing off of each other with that. And I always liked... Like I said, I always liked the Harper's character. Joyce, on the other hand, she was a little bit annoying in this season, to be honest with you. But not on the same level as what Will is. But she was annoying and didn't really serve anything either. But she she was there. She did whatever she could do. And I actually enjoyed her just a, for a little bit. And then, let me just go on ahead and wrap up of something else, too, that I actually wanted to say about this. Everybody has their own opinions about the show, saying that they don't like it, or anything like that. I'm going to tell you this. If you're expecting a lot of action going into this whole entire show, don't. Because it's a slow burn TV show in the first couple of seasons. But this one takes off. And once it's off, that's it. It's just going down. Further and further down the rabbit hole. And that's actually good. Because you're invested in these characters. You're sold on these characters. You follow them from the first two seasons. You already know what these characters are. You already know what they're capable of. You have their sense of humor. Yes, they're growing. But they're the same characters that we love. And that's what I liked about it. There was nothing really there that they changed with the characters. I also want to talk about the Russian evil scientist that they have. I thought at first... He was really slimy, despicable. And then all of a sudden, complete 180. For instance, they're they're trying to investigate what's going on with the science lab and everything else. And here he is watching Looney Tunes and drinking a Slurpee. That's all he wants to do is just sit down like Americans and just watch a Looney Tunes show. Watch a Woody Woodpecker show. And just goof off and just not have to worry about all this stupid stuff that this guy, the Russians wanting him to do. And I actually like that aspect. I'm sorry, but I actually want to call it like it is. I love it. And like I said, this the first two seasons are kind of a slow burn. But once you get past those seasons, once you get past why we're invested in this thing so much, you're going to love it. And you're going to be invested into what it is. And not only that, the music is great in this whole entire show. I love the music. Like I said, there's nothing about the show that I can't really say I don't like. And then I also have to say this. It's a perfect mesh between Stephen King and Steven Spielberg, E.T. and stuff like that. And it blends itself in beautifully. And you know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched the show before the hype even began. And one of my fans of the page said, Hey, look, check out this show, Stranger Things. Have you heard of it? I said, No, I never even heard of this show. So from the very first episode, I was sold on it because it reminded me when I used to play D&D or Magic the Gathering. My friend's mom would call, uh, tell me, Hey, look, it's time to go home and everything. And we would have to pack it in and leave. That's what it reminded me of. Spending hours upon hours playing D&D or Magic the Gathering or reading comics and then later on having to go home and then do whatever else that I have to do. But to me, the writing is great. The people who are who direct this show, writes this show, is just fantastic. 
gonna be honest. I can't get enough of watching Stranger Things. So, with that being said, tell me what you guys liked about Stranger Things. Tell me what you didn't like about Stranger Things. Because I like to know. I like to actually know what works for you, what didn't work for you. And don't just give me this lame answer is, the show sucks. Well, what makes the show suck? I want to know what works. I know what doesn't. I don't want to know what doesn't work. I want to know. So, anyways, I'm going to give you a link to my Facebook page in the description of the podcast. So, you can go on ahead and complain to me or tell me how good the show is. And also, too, tell me what you guys think of the podcast in general and what you guys think about the podcast. Because I like to know. So, anyways... Until next time, this is John DeGiorio signing off for the night, but I hope to do this again some other night. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.